And welcome to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. I am here with the lovely Beth Deems from Brookdale at Admiral Heights. Beth, welcome to the program. Thank you, Suzanne. You know, I'm glad you're here because we're talking about senior housing this month, in the month of May. And it's a big month now for families to start thinking about. I know I've read a statistic once that June is the busiest month for move-ins, usually for is for senior living. Is that still the case, would you say? Well, it's April <clears throat> now, and it's definitely picking up. We're definitely seeing a lot more people needing our services. Yeah, and, and that's the thing that I think, you know, they think about, let's put mom and dad's house on the market in the summer, and we'll, you know, we'll make that step. But obviously, there's a lot of seniors out there, Beth, that are maybe just want to downsize. And they're sitting there in the in the family home, <laughs> you know, their family home, that may be, what, 2,000 square feet house, and it can just be too much anymore. Um, and so tell me a little bit first before we talk about, I know your service does independent and it does assisted living. Tell me a little bit about what is a typical senior that may seek out to come to see you um, in the independent living side to start? Sometimes they have a house that's too large for them, or they recognize that they are eventually going to need more help. And then some of them just want the freedom of the services that we offer. Mm -hmm. Our independent people can have a car. They can have pets. Um, they, But they don't have to cook anymore because we offer food from seven in the morning till seven at night. And you can come down anytime. Anytime. You don't have to go at an established time or anything like that. It's just a matter of an easy. Yep. Anytime between seven and seven, we have a salad bar. You can have breakfast. We make waffles. We make omelets. Um, We have a wonderful menu with every day, at least five different entrees on it that you can choose from. And you can come anytime. We also offer activities, transportation. If you don't drive, our community is within walking distance of Bartels, Met Market. The Admiral Theater is right across the street. We have wonderful uh, restaurants within walking distance. So it frees people up from that mundane daily housekeeping Mm -hmm. stuff that you have to do, the cooking. And a lot of residents, that's one of the first things we see. They quit cooking and they start living. Or they living. think that they want to still cook. And this is what yeah. I've learned. This is interesting. Oh, I'm glad I have a kitchen because I still want to cook for myself. Fine. If you want to cook for yourself, fine. But here's what I find. They get spoiled. Like, why do you want to go to the store, haul groceries upstairs, uh, deal with, you know, things that you don't really need to, uh, when all you have to do is go down and whenever you want and have a meal that's already done for you and the food is phenomenal i see a lot of seniors (laughs) though that are still in their houses that maybe their spouse has died and when that happens all of a sudden it's really hard to cook for one so they sort of quit cooking and they start living on tv dinners which is not good for you they are full of sodium they are not healthy and that's when you start to see some of their health decline they may not be taking their medications correctly, but when they come into a, an independent, they they don't have to cook. They have energy because they don't have to be doing that. They don't have to do housekeeping. We offer housekeeping once a week. Um, that We do their linens and change their bed once a week. 
that's a big chore sometimes. It is a huge chore. So we offer all those things, and it frees them up to be able to do the fun things they want to do. And obviously, you know, the socialization piece, when you talk about, um, you know, we work a lot with Evergreen Washelli, as as you know, on the program. And, you know, we talk about the the spouse of someone that passes away. It is such a huge transition for a um, sometimes, you know, we know of of uh, couples that have been together for 60, 70 years. And to look at that individual that's never lived life, you know, really <laughs> and without that person, and then trying to find a sense of purpose, which purpose <laughs> is socialization, it is activities, it's ways in which they can feel like they make a difference because they've likely, in many cases, been that person, that support for that other person. So that's such a big deal to have that kind of community to move into. Exactly. And we also know that socialization plays a key role in our longevity of our life. Um, The more contacts you have with people, Mm -hmm. the longer you will live. Mm -hmm. It's very important. And sometimes seniors that stay in their home, they lose their spouse, they become more and more isolated. And that it's also proven to show that it slows down dementia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and that's so important. So obviously, uh, moving into a, excuse me, like an independent um, part, the other big piece is, is that you're really as a if a lo- we're seeing that right now a lot of younger seniors where we didn't before mm-hmm. we're seeing that 75 80 year old that my mother's age no way she would even talk about anything like that we're starting to see that with the 75 85 you know 75 80 year old senior that says I'm going to do this before I need to, because I need to take care of my own, you know, self. I want to make sure that I'm in control of where I'm going to be in my aging years. So this gives you, you know, these seniors an opportunity to bridge into that new um, lifestyle. Exactly. And then once you're there, and I have to tell you, it's not just the 75-year-olds. I have half of my community is 90 and over, and I still have some 90-plus-year-olds driving and independent. So it it's, it get, it supports them to be able to do that and to be able to enjoy their life and not be having to spend all their time doing chores. And so, then and then we also have assisted living. So as you age and you need a little more help, we have all of that. We can help you with bathing, dressing, medical management. We have a nurse there five days a week, and she's on call, so she can always be available. So as you age and you might need a little bit more help, we have that there for you so you can stay with us. So we are talking to Beth Deems. She is the executive director of Brookdale in Admiral Heights. Um, Beth, tell me a little bit about where you're located. We are located on the corner of California and Admiral Way. And we are at uh, 2326 California Avenue in West Seattle. And one of the great things about our community is that you are right downtown West Seattle and you can Mm -hmm. walk just about anywhere. So what are the things a family should know about if they're considering going to assisted living? What are some things they should be prepared to um, answer, questions to answer, and questions that they should ask you guys? I think they should ask um, about 
the services that are offered because mm-hmm. some Brookdales do have different services. Mm-hmm. Um, Admiral Heights is independent and assisted living. Other Brookdales do also have memory care. Mm-hmm. So ask about what services are provided. And there's obviously no cookie cutter um, answer because every senior is unique. Yes. Every and, program is unique. And every Brookdale is a little <laughs> bit different. Mm-hmm. Some of our Brookdales are private pay only. Some Brookdales are income qualified, and we have some that take Medicaid as well. Okay, explain to me what income qualified is to our listeners. That means if you have a lower income that doesn't qualify for Medicaid, but it's not enough to pay, that you can actually get a lower rent, um, and it's based on your income. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we do have some that, that work with seniors that are sort of in that middle. They don't have enough to pay for the assisted living. But they don't qualify for Medicaid. Right. That's that's important to know. That's important to know. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, just overall, if somebody was going to come to you guys, and let's just say I'm interested in, <clears throat> you know, this whole process. What are the things I think would you say would be a good candidate to live in a community, in a retirement community? I think it's um, a person who still wants to be active and enjoy Mm -hmm. life, uh, but they may need a little more help. Like they can't really cook for themselves. And food and nutrition are so important. Mm -hmm. So a person who maybe is, they've lost their spouse, they're living off of TV dinners, and they've maybe had a fall. Mm -hmm. And so you see that they're starting to need just a little more help, maybe mm-hmm. to have more people around. They're becoming increasingly isolated because maybe their friends have died. Um, as we age, a lot of our friends die before we do, mm-hmm. and we don't have the ability to go out and make new friends. Sure, there aren't. We don't know where to find more peers mm-hmm. to have friendships with. So I think those people that still want to remain active and enjoy life, um, my community is extremely active, and they love to socialize. They love to have parties. And um, so many communities today even have happy hour like every we day. We do every Friday. And they, <laughs> and they absolutely love, love it. I love that. <laughs> and so obviously for you guys, um, you know, for our listeners out there, a lot of us have an adult, you know, parent that may be digging their heels in because I always say it's what they know today. It's that fear of the unknown. How can a in you know we only have about a minute and a half left but what kind of things could you say to your parent to to ease that fear i think to talk to them about that you really want to make sure that they're well taken care of and that they don't have to move when there's a catastrophe mm-hmm. it'd be better to do it before something really bad happens mm-hmm. a fall and a hip fracture and things like that it'd be better to move and prevent those things from happening And also, I think a way to help them feel more comfortable is to bring them into the community and have them come for some activities and join in. We love at our community to match them up with a resident that we have that has similar interests and so that they can come and have a meal and come to activities and kind of ease their way into it. I think that's so important. So, Beth, how do we reach you? Well, you can reach us at 206 938 3964. And the receptionist can take your information and we would love to come in and have you tour and have you come for a meal. We would love to just have you back again. And we just looking forward to hearing all about Brookdale and all the great things you're doing. And how many communities does Brookdale have? Or where are you located with the different communities? Um, We have a community in Federal Way, Tacoma, 
um, Renton, Bellevue, Kenmore, Kirkland, so you Post Ball, everywhere, all over. Um, Puget Sound. Brookdale actually has 1,100 communities in the United States. We are the largest senior living option. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the program, Beth. Thank you, Suzanne. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.